with Cope Notes, you get peer support in your pocket. Daily exercises, encouragement, psychology facts, and more sent straight to your phone when you least expect it. This isn't a counseling session. This isn't a therapy app. It's the best first step towards a healthier brain, thinking healthier thoughts. With just one text a day, you can train your brain to combat negativity, worry, panic, guilt, shame, grief, insecurity, and more. All for less than $10 a month. To learn more, visit copenotes.com. That's C-O-P-E-N-O-T-E-S dot com. Listeners of the Resilience Podcast get 10% off when you use code RESILIENCE. Now on to today's episode. This is the Resilience Podcast 361. I'm Cecil Ledesma, recording live from Austin, Texas. So beautiful here. It's Friday, June 10th. Ever tried, ever failed, no matter. Try again, fail again, fail better. Samuel Beckett. Stan Wawrinka, a Swiss pro tennis player, told The Guardian he got the tattoo emblazoned on his left arm because it reflected his outlook on life on and off the court. He said the quote always stayed in his mind. It's how I see life in tennis, he says. The meaning of the quote doesn't change no matter how well you do. There is always disappointment, heartache. You are losing almost every tournament. You need to just accept it and be positive because you are going to lose and you're going to fail. Reminds me of Matthew Syed and his book, Black Box Thinking, where he said there are two industries that have completely different approaches to failure, aviation and healthcare. We'll start with the aviation industry. We all know that every plane has a black box. In the event of a tragic accident, investigators will go through all the data they can and try to find out precisely what went wrong so they can prevent another accident like it from ever happening again. It's incredibly powerful, an approach that has led to an incredible level of safety. Get this, out of 2.4 million flights, there's only one accident. The healthcare industry, unfortunately, does pretty much the opposite in response to failure. Rather than open up the black box on what went wrong as an industry, they tend to write failure off as just one of those things that happens. The consequences of that? Well, did you know that there are 400,000 preventable deaths associated with preventable harm in the U.S. alone. It's a staggering number. It breaks my heart to even even say it. It's a staggering number, no, no doubt, placing preventable medical care in hospitals 
as the third biggest killer in the United States behind only heart disease and cancer. Think about that for a moment. I've been thinking about that. Matthew tells us it's the equivalent of two jumbo jets falling out of the sky every 24 hours. The lesson Matthew points out in his book, we want to engage in black box thinking. Learning from mistakes is not a drain on resources. It is the most effective way of safeguarding resources and lives, more importantly. Examine how we respond to failure as individuals, as businesses, as societies. How do we deal with it and learn from it? How do we react when something has gone wrong? Whether because of a slip, a lapse, an error of commission or omission, or a collective failure. Do we have it in us to redefine our relationship with failure as individuals, as organizations, and as societies? This is the most important step on the road to a high-performance revolution, increasing the speed of development in human activity and transforming those areas that have been left behind. So today, see every error, every flaw, every failure, however small, as a marginal gain in disguise. See every error, every flaw, every failure, however small, as a teaching moment, a lesson. Only by redefining failure will we unleash progress, creativity, and resilience. From the Resilience Podcast, thanks so much for listening. See you real soon. Hey, I'll see you next time, and thank you so much for tuning in. That about wraps it up. But before you jump off, two quick things, actually uh, three. One, I've always wanted to author the conversation on resilience and mental health because as a very proud Navy father, these topics affect me personally. And as you go about your day, be sensitive and be kind always for everyone you meet is fighting a battle you probably know nothing about. Your life is a gift and it's precious to me. And thank you so much for being a part of this community. And I'm not quite sure how you landed on this podcast. It doesn't matter to me. The fact that we're all in this together and that we can have a conversation is amazing. I feel very honored to be in your ears right now and that you spend a portion of your morning, noon, or night with me. And whether this is the first podcast you've listened to or you've been a loyal listener, I just want to say thank you. And last, please, I would be honored if you checked out my website at CecilLedesma.com. You can connect with me on LinkedIn, and you can follow me on Twitter at Cecil Ledesma. Peace.